When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And today we're going to be focusing on women. Oh, we love doing that, right? But everything we're talking about is also good for the gentlemen in our world. And for you gentlemen, y'all have important women in your lives that you need to be passing this information on to also. So please join me in welcoming Katarina Rando to our program today. Katarina, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Deb. You know, I'm blessing to be with you. Perfect. I love it. I love it. Well, let me tell people a little bit about you and then we will dive into this because we're going to have so much fun. So Katarina Rando is a woman on a mission. She shows women entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants, and speakers how to build influence and gain Insta clients with speaking and authentic selling. She is a women's business mentor extraordinaire podcaster and author of the national bestseller, Learn to Think Differently, now published abroad in 11 languages, including Estonian. Her latest book, The ABCs of Public Speaking, was an instant Kindle bestseller. Katarina hosts live summits and retreats for women in business, including the Expand Your Fempire Summit and the Shiro Speaker Summit, and Bliss Retreat for Women Leaders on a Mission. Katarina is also the founder of the Thriving Women in Business Center in San Francisco, a place for women to gather and host workshops. She is also the creator of Thriving Women in Business Giving, a project that raises money for women and girls' education and entrepreneurship training. Holy cow, Katarina, this is so much fun. So again, welcome. To be with you. Well, one of the things I always like to find out from my guests is how they got to where they are today. So tell us how you discovered that this is your mission in life to really help women entrepreneurs. Deb, you know, I don't usually share that my birthday is March 8th, which is International Women's Day. Yes. I used to, now we celebrate it in the U.S., but when I was growing up, we didn't really celebrate it much in the U.S. Mm -hmm. I spent a year in Italy, though, living in Italy, mm -hmm. and it's very, very big in Europe. And, I love it. Mm -hmm. And since since this is my birthday, mm -hmm. I, I felt that I'm a woman's woman. Mm -hmm. And when I was in high school, I went to parochial school, mm -hmm. Catholic school. I worked on the ERA countdown campaign. Mm -hmm. I would go to the office, which wasn't too far from my high school in my plaid skirt mm -hmm. from school. <laughs> and, and I met amazing women that were different than the women that I met, the nuns and the girls. I bet. Mm -hmm. For sure. And <coughs> excuse me, it all inspired me. And then I, I had a, a cafe. I worked for my sister in her cafe. And then I took the cafe over when she moved to Hawaii. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to figure out what's my thing because I liked business. Mm -hmm. I liked the community that the neighborhood cafe provided. I liked being with people, but I didn't like making sandwiches and wearing, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. every day wearing tomato sauce. And right. I thought, you know, this is not my thing. Mm -hmm. But then one day this lady comes in my cafe 
and she's beaming and she's, her smile is so big and she's really lighting the place up. And she says to me, Katarina, thank you so much for the business advice you gave me. The last time I'm here, we're doing much better. And the truth is, Deb, I didn't even remember the conversation. Um, Okay. (laughs) But this conversation I'll never forget because her gratitude literally touched my heart. Mm -hmm. I felt a pang of bliss in my chest. Mm -hmm. I thought, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to help women be successful in business. And, you know, the thing is that I believe and the studies show that when you empower women economically, everything changes and women invest in their families. Mm -hmm. They invest in their communities. Mm -hmm. You know, people think, you know, we buy shoes. Well, we might buy a few pairs of fancy shoes, but women invest Mm -hmm. in it's shown their families, their communities so much in the healthcare of their children. And so the more women that are thriving economically in the world, the better the world's going to be. Right. Well, you know, one of the things, and and this is purely anecdotal, one of the things that I see is women do all of this investing in others, but don't invest in themselves. You know, and and I think that's one of the things, whether it's education, training, all of those things. And I think it is because sometimes there's just nothing left. You know, we're, we're so busy doing for others that we don't do for ourselves. Um, you know, and, and so have you found that too? Well, what I, you know, it's interesting because it's kind of twofold. On the one hand, women are the ones who spend 70% of the self-help mm-hmm. dollars. Right. However, on the other side, like you say, we're taking care of our kids, our family, and there often doesn't seem any extra. And I don't necessarily even mean dollars. I mean, mm-hmm time. But, you know, we're often taught, like, you know, you know, Deb, that I I teach women how to do retreats and Mm -hmm. I love to lead retreats. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's seen as, you know, frivolous or Uh self-indulgent. Yeah. Right. And I have other things I need to be doing. Right. Rather than Mm self-care and an essential ingredient Mm -hmm. to continue to thrive. Mm -hmm. And then there's this other idea that we're supposed to do it by ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. Which is a ridiculous idea. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't it be better to work with someone who's already done what you're trying to do? Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't it be better to be in a community of like-minded, like-hearted mm-hmm. people that are working on the same thing as you? But part of it is our upbringing mm-hmm. and this idea that taking care of ourselves and investing ourselves and in, you know everything from the the little things like getting your nails done is is frivolous and self-indulgent to the big things like retreat or or as coming through this pandemic you know ongoing support and ongoing guidance is so essential to keep us thriving especially those of us that help other people right for a living mm-hmm. we need to make our sure our cup is full because of course you can't serve from an empty cup. Right. Hey, yeah, we were talking before about medical care. It's kind of that physician heal thyself type of, of concept. Um, you know, we can yes. only do so much before, you know, we just have nothing left to give. And unfortunately what happens is it's usually not something little it's, we get very ill. We mm-hmm. quit our, you know, all sorts of, of major mm-hmm. things as opposed to, I just need a couple hours to go get a pedicure. Really? <laughs> Right. And then you feel so much better. And, but I do encourage women and men too, to have structured getaway time mm-hmm. as part of the standard operating procedure right. mm-hmm. for your business. Mm-hmm. That means oh. no phone, no <laughs> computer, <laughs> the world will go on without you. Yes. And getting out of your regular environment. You know, this is why I like, oh, I do a lot of retreats on cruise ships or I live in San Francisco, so I'm not too far from Napa Valley. Mm-hmm. We do retreats. Even, you know, uh, my house is an hour away from Napa Valley. It's like a whole different world with the yes. vineyards and, you know, and of course there's, the, there's so many beautiful places to go mm-hmm. and be. And so many people don't get out of their regular environment. And when you do that, you get new ideas, you get rejuvenated, you fill your cup. 
And I encourage everyone to make it standard operating procedure because also one of the things that I see, especially for women, is that they tend to be go, go, go. We've got so many things to do, blah, 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 get through my and we need time for thinking and planning. Mm-hmm. And any success expert you've ever met or not met from Napoleon Hill going all the way back will tell you we need time for thinking and planning. What I'm saying is do that on a daily, weekly, monthly basis, but also have a couple times a year where you get away, mm-hmm. get out of your regular environment. Ideally, you're with other people that are smarter than you, mm-hmm. that are further along than you, and you're having new ideas to support you. Because, right. because if we, you know, you know, you know, Deb, and you may have heard this, I, I sell sales programs, I sell speaking programs, and of course, the retreats. And sometimes a gal will say to me, well, you know, Katerina, I've done this sales class and I've done that speaking class. You know, I've done so many. Mm-hmm. And I say, well, and it doesn't work. <laughs> well, well, sometimes they say that, but the, my point is good for you because as long as you're above ground, mm-hmm. hopefully you're going to be committed right. to growth and learning and personal development. You know, I mean, I'm taking a branding class right now. I'm taking a negotiating class right, right. now. It's, and guess what? It's not the first time, right. but you know what? The woman I am today is a different woman mm-hmm than the one who did it before. Mm-hmm. I teach sales, but I also take sales. Mm-hmm. And I, my first sales class, I was 19 years old in fashion school. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that's not the, even though I got an A, Deb, mm-hmm. hopefully that's not the, the last sales class I'm ever going to mm-hmm. take right. because we're different. Our needs are different. So I love that you have a commitment to personal growth mm-hmm. and learning. And I hope everyone listening knows that as long as we're alive, that's where we want to be. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and it it is one of those things where we have to continually be learning. Um, right. You know, I sign up for classes all the time. And a lot of times it's things I already know. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I, I have two master's degrees. I've been doing this quite a long time. But there is always something new. Right. And, you know, or sometimes it's that I'm, I'm, they're reiterating that what I'm doing right. is right. You know, right. And, and so it's worth it to, to do that, mm-hmm. to go through those things and go, oh yeah, yeah. You know, that, right. ah, you know, and, and maybe it's just something as simple as, you know, hey, you should be posting on Facebook at X time during the day right. or, you know, something, right. or, you know, something major where, you know, you're really learning from it. But yeah, it you always should be open to those things. Yes. And let me say this too. You know, people think education is about learning. Well, of course, that's part of it. Mm-hmm. But what I want to say is there are certain things, especially as a businesswoman, that we want to master. Mm-hmm. So I told you right now, I'm taking this branding class. And part of the branding class is about identifying your own story. Mm-hmm. And guess what? I teach storytelling in my right. state. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. But now I get to be on the other side of it. Mm-hmm. And of course, this teacher teaches differently than the way I teach. Mm-hmm. And I and, and I was like, great. And I had all these new story mm-hmm. ideas come up because somebody else is holding <laughs> the space for me. Mm-hmm. But also the goal is not just to learn. The goal is to master what we learn. Right. Mm-hmm. And how do we master it? ongoing support, ongoing guidance, a structure like a mm-hmm. class or a program that creates support and focus and momentum. And then we get to, of course, come together with like-minded, like-hearted people and we get a community. Right. And you know, the other thing, Deb, that we don't talk about enough as adults is encouragement. Mm-hmm. My goal is every time anybody's in a Zoom room with me, they're going to leave more uplifted than when they showed up. Mm-hmm. And that's encouraging. Which sometimes is hard in Zoom, right? <laughs> well, hey, my friend, come hang out with me. I'm pretty good at it, okay? <laughs> We're going to learn more about that. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Because you know why? Because people are not showing up just for the education. They might mm-hmm. think they signed up for that class because mm-hmm. they want to learn that topic. Mm-hmm. But what we want to give them is we want them to feel seen and heard and encouraged know that they matter, right. remind them they have massive value mm-hmm. to bring and that they can figure out whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and, and I love that you focus on women. And it's it's so interesting because early on in my career, I did not like business groups that focused on women. Um, you know, and, and 
and it was it was one of those things because typically what I would find was the cattiness, the, the you know, all of the, the negative things that we talk about with women. Um, in fact, one of my, my places where I worked, we had a, a box of the cat food meow mix. <laughs> and if you had been particularly catty to someone, and, and probably 90%, if not more, of the employees were women at this organization, you would get back to your desk and you would find the box of meow mix. <laughs> and, you know, and, and I thought, this is not helpful. I mean, it was funny, right? But it wasn't helpful. You know, and, and for some people, they actually were very insulted by it. Um, and others thought it was a you know, place of, of pride. Okay, fine. Um, but I really didn't like you know, and, and, and part of it was, you know, with men, they're pretty straightforward. They like you, they don't like you, you know, it, it, a lot of it is the sports analogy. You know, you, you win, you lose, you go out for beer, you know, with mm-hmm. women, they, you know, they hold on to grudges. They remember things forever, you know, in ask any husband this, right. Um, you know, and, 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 but as I've gotten older and <clears throat> matured, <laughs> you know, I have discovered that the support that I get from women is just absolutely incredible. You know, I'm in several groups now that I absolutely am devoted to. And and it's I think part of it is that nurturing all of that 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 women do that really men don't. Yeah. And, you know, I, it was interesting because this morning I was thinking about an association that I used to be a member of. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say which one. And there was a lot of, I would call them mean girls. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. I hate the mean girls groups. Right. Mm -hmm. And I bet that they were all mean girls in high school. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But they were the cheerleaders. Yeah. Right. Say that. Right. (laughs) Well, I, but today, you know, and I have my own community Deb of, of people. And I really consciously curate who I let in my community that I'm looking for people with a generous heart right. that operate with integrity, that have a desire to be helpful and, and connect. And, and I do, but I don't see as many of those types of groups that you saw earlier in your career. And, right. and I hope, but, but here's the other thing. There's a difference between when you have a job. Mm-hmm. And you have to work with these people that are in that mm-hmm. organization. Right. And, and uh, yeah, they're, they're going to put the box of meow mix right. on your desk. <laughs> right. Right. But now you have your own, your, your own business. Mm-hmm. You get to do it any way you want. Mm-hmm. You get to hang out with who you want to hang out with. You know, sometimes I'll go to a group and I feel like, nope, these mamas yeah. are not for me, yeah. you know? And it and, doesn't mean there's anything wrong with them. It just means it didn't fit. It doesn't, you know, and I used to teach something else. I rarely say in an interview is I used to, I used to teach uh, uh, enlightened relationships. I used to Mm. teach Mm -hmm. relationship, like for single people, how to find Mm -hmm. your partner. And, Mm -hmm. and the reason I mentioned it is because what I learned there, it was really a big breakthrough for me was that it's not that it's not that, you know, a so-and-so didn't like me or, you know, why didn't this work out? It was more realizing that not everybody's a match for everybody. Right. And, mm-hmm. and that sometimes, and this was all about like compatibility factors, you know, like I'm a, I'm a, a dynamic woman, meaning like, so yeah, action oriented. And, mm-hmm. and I remember this lovely gentleman and he was like, oh, we should go to the park and we should do this. And we should do that. And, but he never would make a date. Right. And yeah. so it's like, Okay, well, he's a good guy, mm-hmm. but you know what? If he can't, if he can't make a decision, mm-hmm. he's not the right guy right. for me. And mm-hmm. recognizing that there's different compatibility mm-hmm. factors, mm-hmm. and it's the same thing in business. Mm-hmm. We get to pick who we want to hang out with, mm-hmm. who we want to serve, mm-hmm. who we want to spend time with, mm-hmm. and the more we can get clear about all that sooner. And of course, mm-hmm. it continues to evolve. Mm-hmm. But to recognize that we get to be ourselves, right? And we don't have to hang out with anybody that we don't want to hang out with. Mm-hmm. And we don't have to pick any clients mm-hmm. or, or take any business mm-hmm. that is not the right match for us. Right. And the sooner we learn that, the better, because when you take a client just for the money, you find that you have to earn that money 10 times over. Right. Yeah. Cause it's, there's something in there that's just not quite right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Anyway, there's, there's so much here, but I do want everybody to bliss in their business. And part of that is just, is realizing you get to do it any way you want. And if it's not working for you, 
mm-hmm. change it. You can right. do that. Unlike mm-hmm. when you have a job, mm-hmm. right? You know, and it is so important to work with who who fulfills you, and you know, and 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 isn't you know the the time suck. And you know, there's going to be times where that happens, even with you know the the, the best. But and it is hard, obviously, when you're starting out, and it's like, but I got to pay the bills. Okay, pay the bills, you know, but as soon as you can get rid of those folks, refer them to somebody else, because if you're not happy, I can guarantee you they're not happy either. Um, You know, and and so it's it is definitely a win win to say this has been fabulous, but I'm wishing you well. And, you know, here's the thing, Deb, some people, they're just not going to be happy. Right. You know? mm-hmm. And that one of my client criteria, and I do encourage everyone to create their own client mm-hmm. criteria, is that they're positive, that they tend to have a positive disposition. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I know from when I had my cafe web way back mm-hmm. when, you can teach a lot of things. Mm-hmm. You can teach how to use the slicer. You can teach how mm-hmm. to make a cappuccino, but you certainly cannot teach attitude. You can try, but mm-hmm. it's not going to last very long. Right. And so I only want clients that have a positive disposition. Mm-hmm. Of course, we all have a bad day and we all have mm-hmm. challenges, right. etc. Mm-hmm. That's one of my client criteria. Of mm-hmm. course, I'm only wanting to work with people that are operating with integrity. And you can't always tell that, but but after a while you mm-hmm. seem to get pretty good at, mm-hmm. at finding who's who's that way and who's mm-hmm. not. And then the other thing is that if they tend to be chaotic, like they they miss the call, they can't find the link, they have to reschedule five mm-hmm. times. If that's how they are before they're your client, they're probably going to be that way after right. your client. So we also don't want those clients that we would call high maintenance. Mm-hmm. Now, it doesn't mean that we don't provide outstanding client right. care. Of course mm-hmm. we do. But that that if we can begin to, to sniff out or see the people that are going to be that way, mm-hmm. the better if we don't bring them on as client. Right. Because, because we want clients that want to partner with us. Mm-hmm that want to engage with us to create what we want. Mm -hmm. And of course, again, I want you to bliss in your business. Mm -hmm. So work with the kind of people that you want to work with. Mm -hmm. Right. And some of that is in how you communicate with them. You know, I have one client who absolutely will only communicate with me via text. (laughs) Okay. That's great. Been working with them for quite a while. And I finally went back to them a month or so ago. And I said, this is what works for you. That is fine. However, you will not text me after 11 p.m. or before 8 a.m. Because I have an elderly parent. My phone is always on and my phone is always near me. And when you text me at two o'clock in the morning, I am not a happy camper. <laughs> um, you know, and and they, you know, and I didn't right. say that last part, but I, you know, I did. I said, you know, here's the boundaries. They have never stepped out of that boundary. They, you know, that was like, oh, okay, great. Uh, in fact, they said, oh, gosh, we're sorry. And I said, no, 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 I hadn't said anything. Right. You know? And so, yeah, I mean, they couldn't be expected to know the rules if I hadn't told them what the rules right. were. Exactly. Um, and that's the thing. You know, I just want to pause there, Deb, mm-hmm, for a second mm-hmm. and say, you know, a complaint is an unstated request. Mm-hmm, right. And we want to pay attention to what we complain about. Mm-hmm. You know, if if somebody's complaining, oh, my gosh, she texts me all times day of the evening. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? That's an opportunity to make a request, as you just demonstrated. Mm-hmm. But we can't be upset at someone for not knowing. Not our reading brain. our mind. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I have two elderly parents, but guess what? I turn my phone off at mm-hmm. night. Right. So um, because I have a sister also mm-hmm. and they have each other mm-hmm. and I'm sure there will be a time mm-hmm. like you, Deb, that mm-hmm. the phone will be on all night. Mm-hmm. But, you know, people can can message me anytime. It's not a problem right. for me. So well, and we still have right. a landline. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I got rid of that also recently, mm-hmm. too. So anyway, the point is that nobody... And, and and by the way, I'm a Facebook messenger. You can message mm-hmm. and I and and I talk to my clients on the weekends. Right. Mm-hmm. You no, know, I do calls with my clients on the weekends. I got I got no husband. I got no dogs. I got no kids. So you know, I I don't even think I have any plants. So so I'm happy to do that. But mm-hmm. everybody's different, right? right? And of mm-hmm. course, of course, I don't want people to do that all the time. Mm-hmm. But my point is that everybody is different, and some people complain to other people Mm -hmm. rather than make requests. And it's really Mm -hmm. important to look at what are you complaining about? Mm -hmm. And is there a request Mm -hmm. that you're not making? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I could have just as easily been telling my friends, Oh my gosh, they text me at two o'clock in the morning. And me, 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 me. 
Right. All that was going to do was just make it right. You know, ick with me. Yes. You know, and, and like I said, the second I said, here's, you know, here's, here's what I would prefer. Right. And you know, okay, fine. Right. Well, people can only give us what we want when we ask them for it. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and, and that's, you know, unfortunately that's why I do contracts with people. Um, I've learned, you know, I loved handshake contracts, but those didn't always work. And, um, you know, it's so yeah, you have it written down right? or $2,000. I do ABC, right? You want DEF. It's this much more additional charge. Yes. And, and that's not saying you don't trust them. It's not saying, you know, any of those things it is saying, here's, here's the the ground rules that will help us work better together. Yes. Well, you know, Deb, I have clients that have been with me for years Mm -hmm. and, the thing is that part of the value of the contract is sometimes I have to look at the contract to see, well, I, let me make sure that I'm right. delivering everything mm-hmm. I promised. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Am or, I doing what or, I said? Right. And, and, and how long did I say that? How many sessions did I say that we're going to get? Mm-hmm. So part of it is for clear communication, but part of it is to make sure that you fulfill the terms yes. of your contract and that there are no, nobody saying, well, you said this. And, and then you say, no, I didn't say that. And then, Look at the contract. Oh, okay, there, there it is in the contract. So let me make sure we do this. Well, and a lot of times, especially if we're working with a business, people there change. And so, you know, if you've got it in writing, even if it's just an email, you know, or, or something, as long as you've, you know, the, the, the verbal things really are pretty hard for somebody to pass along to somebody else. And so, again, you know, you just get it in writing, then it's, it's perfectly fine. Oh, you muted. There we are. Mm -hmm. Deb, what you're making me think of here too, is that, you know, I do a lot of speaking and Mm -hmm. speaking to companies and Mm -hmm. associations and conferences and all that. And they're not usually booking for next week. You know, they're booking for six months out. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they're booking for 18 months out. Because they've got a conference that they know they've got. Mm -hmm. Right. And so inevitably what's going to happen is I am going to forget because it was 18 months ago, but also, as you say, the staff usually changes or the point of contact changes, or you're booking with one person, the event planner, but she's not the person on the ground who's going to be there. So Mm -hmm. it's very important that you get everything in writing, especially of course, for your business, but also around speaking. Mm -hmm. How much time do you have? Mm -hmm. Um, um, Can you make an offer? Mm -hmm. You know, if it's not in the contract, you don't get to, sometimes I'll say to them, can we make an offer, but we got to make sure we put it in the contract. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, and and I've loved it in the past too, Deb, when I've somebody said, oh no, you can't do that. And I say, oh, well, you know, Ba ba ba! Pull out my agreement. Here it is. It says I can. Da da da. So so it's very important to cover our fannies that we do have everything written down, and especially as we well, I'll speak for myself as the years go by. Yeah, well, we do get a little forgetful on occasion, and every and also because we're talking to so many people. Right. Yeah, I had a contract. We were doing a big event with a with a hotel, and. You know, we had a provision in the contract for for something. Changed people there because hotel staff changes fairly frequently, right? And you know, we went to to do whatever that was, and she informed us, "I don't do that." And I very politely said, "Well, it's what's in the contract." And bless her heart, she informs me, "I don't care what the contract says." Now she she made a mistake of doing that in writing, <laughs> you know, and which I then just forwarded to her boss. <laughs> you know, and but I had tried to work with her before then. I mean, it wasn't right. you know tattle tattle tattle. It was because right. I said you know this is what we worked out. This is what's in the contract. You know, we're right. you know, what can we do to make it work? All of those various things, and and she came back with I don't care what the contract says, and you know, and, and then what unfortunately turned out was. You know, when we pointed it out, they discovered she'd been treating other people badly too, and they okay. said we wondered why this group canceled or this. Oh group, wow! All these things, yeah. And unfortunately, it cost her her job. Um, you know, and, and I always but, like teaching moments as opposed to fire yeah, somebody. Right, but right. Um, but yeah, you know, they discovered that she had done that multiple times, and right. you know, which is too bad because if the first person had said, "Eek." 
You know, yeah. maybe they could have gone to her and said, okay, you know, maybe we need to renegotiate because again, right. things change. You know, this right. was long before COVID, but holy schmoly, COVID's really changed contracts and, and things. Right. But, um, but yeah, you know, it just, and, and so again, it's good to have it in writing, especially because things change. You know, COVID clearly through everything, especially events and meetings completely yes. and totally up in the air. Um, you know, yes. and, and so a contract we signed two years ago really might be very different now. It is different. Believe me, because I do all my events and retreats, mm -hmm. Deb, it's every, the event industry has super changed. Right. Mm -hmm. And of course they're trying to make up for long time, mm -hmm. lost time. And, mm -hmm. and I just left a, a organization. I won't say which one I had done a very successful retreat there. Mm -hmm. And then they, the company got sold and there was mm -hmm. a new gal and they were now wanting to nickel and dime me for every little thing. Right. And I just, every, every, I mean, so many things. Mm -hmm. And I decided, you know what, this is, this doesn't work for me. And I left. Mm -hmm. And this is also why I like cruise ships because mm -hmm. it's very easy to manage costs mm -hmm. on cruise ships. Right. And there's not a lot of, of all that back and forth. And, you know, as business owners, we really have to look at what works for us and, and everything is negotiable. I said, I'm taking right. a negotiation class right now. Mm -hmm. Everything is negotiable, but we do want to make sure we get it writing. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, and it, it is, it, what we're looking for is that win-win. You know, we don't want to take advantage of them, but we also don't want to be taken advantage of. Um, you know, one of my favorite people in the world is Bob Berg and his go-giver Series I know of books. Yeah, sure. Uh -huh. He's just one of the most absolute delightful people in the world. Um, and I was talking to him one time, and, and I don't remember if we were just talking or if it was on the podcast. And and we, he, you know, I, we were talking about the fact that he says, you know, always provide extra value, right? You know, yeah. and and things like that. And I said, under promise well, and over deliver, right? Yes. Right. Which is, you know, that's a great concept. Yeah. But you know, I told him, I said, but what if you get taken advantage of? And he said, that is the key. He said, don't get taken advantage of. Don't give too much. Don't let them want too much, you know, because that will happen too. You know, you might say maybe you're, you know, we design websites. So I might do maybe an, an, a short video in there because it's not going to take me really long. But then they're going to say, okay, we want, we want another one. Oh, 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 and we want another one. And so, you know, at some point you do have to say, okay. That's great. Here's what the cost will be for right. those items. And they'll respect you for that. Um, because, you know, when we take advantage of people, you, you really don't feel good about yourself. I 100% agree with you, Deb. I also want to say that, and I know that Bob definitely has this belief, is that generosity is very important in business. And I do. I don't want my clients to ever feel that they're being nickeled and dimed. Mm -hmm. I remember once I was in a program and I like this coach very much, so I won't say her name, but um, I, my investment was huge. It was like mm -hmm. $30,000. Oh, mm -hmm. and we were, and we were having a, <clears throat> a dinner and, you know, and I had brought in at the time I was married, I brought my husband with me to the dinner and they said, Oh, you know, that's $35. <laughs> Husband. And, and you're I like, uh-huh. And, and of course I paid the money, but I right. thought, you know, I've spent really? $30,000 with you and, um, you know, and, and, and you'd like me to renew and mm -hmm. keep being your client. Mm -hmm. So maybe that $35 could be a, a, you could put that in the marketing budget, yeah. to, mm -hmm. for the, you know, and I thought it was very poor taste. Mm -hmm. And, and from that same organization that I spent an un, a, so much money on this coaching program, which I did get value from, mm -hmm. but we got to the hotel and we were supposed to buy our own lunch. <laughs> really? Oh, so, so my point, you know, is that generosity looks good on your business mm -hmm. and generosity looks good on you. Right. And, and don't be, don't be penny wise and pound foolish, you know, that, that um, like with the pandemic, mm -hmm. We had to start to, all these ladies are coming on the retreat with me. Well, one of the things we've started doing is virtual retreats because right. mm -hmm. we're not going, you know. We, it's safer. They, mm -hmm. Well, they well, well, they signed up for Alaska. We couldn't go to Alaska. Mm -hmm. So then we moved it a year out. Then we couldn't go there. Then we moved it another year out. Then we had to move it another year out. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I've got all these ladies 
So we're doing virtual retreats. Mm -hmm. So I'm sending them boxes in the mail of, you know, different things for our virtual retreats, Mm -hmm. but I'm not saying, okay, well, you have to give me extra money right? because Mm -hmm. it's not their fault that there's a pandemic, Mm -hmm. but I could say, well, you know, I have to pay for this, Mm -hmm. but the point is that you can't change after the fact Mm -hmm. either. You can't say, well, things have changed. So Mm -hmm. So during this pandemic, my business has actually grown, but we've given so much extra value because that's what supports the clients. Right. And our 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 renewal rate from 2020 to 2021 shot up. Mm-hmm. Why? Because rather than saying, uh, well, hey, it's a pandemic, you know, so Uh-oh, they're after you. <laughs> I'm, you know, it's so funny, Deb, I didn't even notice because I live down the block from a fire station. So mm-hmm. usually, um, usually I don't even notice that mm-hmm. the, the fire engines are rolling by. So please forgive me. Um, let me let me back up a little bit to say that that the pandemic has impacted all of our business. Mm-hmm. But how have we made the best of it to serve right. our clients mm-hmm. even better? Mm-hmm. And so rather than contracting Mm -hmm. as a business, what we did is we added what I call all community meetings, Mm -hmm. extra value to Mm -hmm. support them during the pandemic of, you know, what are you doing and are you getting your funding Mm -hmm. and, and just staying connected. Mm -hmm. And we've added extra virtual get togethers, Mm -hmm. networking, Mm -hmm. sales blitzes. And it it cost me a little bit, but not too much. But the point is that yes, People agree to one thing, but if the if the situation mm-hmm. changes, what else can you do to bring massive value to your clients? Because that will keep them coming back. Right. But and you, tell other people about you. Right. The whole exactly. word of mouth referral thing. Yes. And that's the other thing I'll tell you. Our referrals have significantly mm-hmm. shot up during the pandemic mm-hmm. because a lot of people realize it's not just about education. Mm-hmm. It is about ongoing support Mm -hmm. and ongoing guidance Mm -hmm. and a community. Mm -hmm. And these are really some key ingredients that I want people to look at in their business. Are you providing community? Are you providing ongoing support and ongoing guidance and and encouragement? Mm -hmm. Because we all need, we don't, even if we're not a little kid, Mm -hmm. you know, we all need encouragement at every phase of life. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and we especially needed it when we were not out seeing other people. Um, you know, I'm still not in-person networking. Um, it's just not not a good health choice for me to do. And as everybody who knows me knows, I'm a really social person. So for me to not be meeting with people and and because I can't just meet with them. I have to hug. I have to, you know, all of them. And no, that's, you know, my doctors just go at me. Um, and <laughs> so it's, but it's, you know, it's hard on people. And even though, you know, like we are, we're, I think we are more in the endemic stage than the pandemic, mm-hmm. but all these things continue. And, you know, and so anything that, as you said, anything we can do to make that better for people, the yes. better it is. And and the companies that embrace that and went, okay, we're going to pivot. I hate that word, right? We're getting so tired of that word. But they added all the online things and, and all of that. I mean, they are now more successful than they were two years ago. And that's what I'm hoping for anyone that dove in and got busy and how else. And they asked, how can I better serve my clients during the mm-hmm. pandemic? Hopefully that's been their experience. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I remember in the beginning of the pandemic, I was teaching workshops on you know, how to do a workshop on Zoom. Now I just figure everybody knows how to do it. And by the way, that's one of the things that I told my clients to do when the pandemic started. I said, make sure you start right away Mm -hmm. doing workshops on Zoom. And many of my clients had their best year ever in 2020 because they took Mm -hmm. that advice. And today they're hopefully still doing it. I'm doing it. I think it's a very important rinse and repeat strategy to meet new people, to get new clients and to build influence. And and let me just pause here, Deb, and tell everybody the influence equation, which is visibility plus value plus consistency equals influence. Mm. And to have a regular Zoom thing every month that you always have something to invite people to when you're networking is a great way to have a vehicle that continues to support you 
to build influence on an ongoing basis. And sometimes it takes two invitations or three before someone shows up. Sometimes it takes them coming to three workshops or five before they can become a client. But the point is that you can have this rinse and repeat strategy that can serve you on an ongoing basis. And I do want to say that, you know, you, of course, you want to invite potential clients, but you also want to invite current clients because they can rave about you. You want to invite past clients because it's an opportunity to warm them up again. And then the fourth category, which most people miss, is invite influencers. Invite people that you'd like to host you on their podcast. Invite people that you'd like to invite you to speak to their group. That this strategy has, I have seen it transform so many businesses. And the other fun thing is because it's on Zoom, people are more likely to be a yes than having to jump in their car and go somewhere. And for our business, I'm, I live in California, so I used to be in San Francisco. I used to serve people mostly in the 916 through the 831, which is three area codes north and three area codes south. And I'm, I'm right by the beach, so there's nothing, nothing on the west and a little bit on the east. But now, you know, we have clients all over the U.S., clients in Canada, and that's all because of Zoom, right. because of hosting Zoom workshops, but also because of speaking to groups via mm-hmm. Zoom. And I hope everyone is embracing that strategy as well. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And and I want to delve more into this because I think one of the things that is so hard with Zoom is, you know, especially from the, the public speaker part, we feed off of the energy from the crowd. And when they're just a screen it's really, and even worse when they turn their screens off and you're talking to all these little black boxes with just somebody's name and maybe their headshot in it. So how do you get people enthused and wanting to come back time and time again? You know, because it is, it is difficult. I mean, I feel a lot of times like I'm talking to my TV screen, um, you know, and they don't pay attention to me on Big Bang Theory either. (laughs) Um, So how do you, you know, how do you turn Zoom into this? Well, let me, let me say that a lot of people teach the idea of write a course and offer a course and Here's what I want to be very clear on. If any of your offerings are not interactive, they're less likely that they will be completed, meaning somebody can buy your six-module course. Mm -hmm. But if there's no engagement, they're less likely to complete it, Mm -hmm. and they're also unlikely to ever give you another dollar if they didn't complete that course. Because they didn't see value in it. Well, because they didn't finish Mm -hmm. it. That's that's on them, but that doesn't matter. They're right. not going to give you any mm-hmm. more money. Mm-hmm. And so whenever I do a workshop or a course, I call them programs, mm-hmm. I'm looking for engagement mm-hmm. because I have to be able to not only provide education depth, I have to be able to make sure everyone, or I want to be able mm-hmm. to make sure everyone on my screen feels seen, mm-hmm. heard, valued, mm-hmm. included, mm-hmm. welcome that they know that they matter. Mm -hmm. And in my case, because I teach people that have businesses that they have massive value to bring. Mm -hmm. And I want them to leave, as I said, more uplifted than when they showed up. Mm -hmm. And if I can talk to them directly, they're more likely to do that. I just taught a workshop right before our time Mm -hmm. together. Uh, uh, One lady, her name was Annalisa, professional woman, never had a business, Mm -hmm. Now is starting a business, oh, so I'm able. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm able to say, Annalisa, this is for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sheila, this is for you mm-hmm. in your business. Mm-hmm. I'm talking to everybody, but Sheila, let's make sure you're mm-hmm. doing this. And so, as a result, the audience feels seen and heard mm-hmm. and gotten. And of course, the more smiles you have on the screen, the less easy it is to talk to everybody. Mm-hmm. When I have ten people or twenty people or thirty people. I have everybody introduce themselves. Mm -hmm. Now, yeah, it takes 10 minutes, Mm -hmm. but you know what? It's going to have them be more engaged. I pause every 15-ish minutes to ask if anybody has any questions. Mm -hmm. I can't, uh, now I I have my assistant usually there, but 
I'm not really good at reading the chat while I'm also teaching. That's distracting. Mm -hmm. So, so, so my assistant's there. And by the way, it's important to have techno Mm -hmm. support. And Mm -hmm. and I feel like I'm a Zoom master, Mm -hmm. but still, I want to have somebody there Mm -hmm. to, to, um, you know, if, if something happens, if the line drops Mm -hmm. or something like that, of course, when the pandemic started, I said to my techno guy, Hey, let's make it like CNN over here. So Mm -hmm. we got everything updated to make Mm -hmm. sure that it doesn't drop. Mm -hmm. But my point is it's not just about education. Mm -hmm. It's about beginning the relationship. Mm -hmm. It's about having everybody feel gotten and seen and welcome and included by you as the trainer. Mm-hmm. And so you want to, you, and, and, and so that's why we build in everyone time for introduction, mm-hmm. time for questions, by the way, at the end of everything with my clients, with workshops, the class is over. I say, okay, everybody, I'm going to hang out in t- case you have any questions. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Sometimes there's no questions. Right. Sometimes there's additional questions. Mm-hmm. I might be on there for extra five, 10 minutes. That's great. Because the other thing is this is a super tip. You want to make sure that your clients feel that you are accessible mm-hmm. to them. And one of the things that a lot of speakers, trainers, coaches do, Deb, is they have celebrity cultures in mm-hmm. their in their businesses. Mm-hmm. And I encourage everybody to have a community culture. Right. Where I, it's not just me, 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 me. It's all about how can I showcase my clients? How can I be accessible? This is why I tell you. They go, they can text me, they can message me. Mm-hmm. I, I talk to me anytime they want. Mm-hmm. Because what? Now, I have about 90 clients right now. I would say there's one person that maybe takes a little bit advantage. Mm-hmm. But you know what? That's fine. She's been my client for five years. She's right. she kind of earned it. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Okay. So so most people do not mm-hmm. take advantage. And like you said earlier, Deb, you can always make a request. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we don't want to be like Harry Potter. You know, I I remember I went to this one conference and I felt like the speaker, he apparated. Like the only time I ever saw him when he was on stage, Mm -hmm. you know, never, never, um, never available to anybody. Mm -hmm. And I and this cult, this idea, oh, you want to talk to me? You know, you you write me a big check. You can talk Mm -hmm. to me. Mm -hmm. Well, if I'm already your client, yeah, I might not be your super elite client, but if Mm -hmm. I'm already your client. Uh, I think it's appropriate for you to take my question. Mm-hmm. I think it's right. appropriate for you to respond to my mm-hmm. text. I think it's appropriate for you to give me a few minutes mm-hmm. if I have a situation. Mm-hmm. And so this is what I want to encourage business owners to recognize. Under promise and over deliver, mm-hmm. not the other way around. Because the more we do this, the more we will keep clients coming back. Right. And and I do free workshops. Twice a month, I do a free workshop. Now, people say, well, Katarina, free, people don't value it. You know what? I want them to show up thinking they're not going to get nothing and I'm going to blow them away with my massive value and they're going to keep coming back. And that's what I'm looking for. I'm not looking for clients, Deb. I'm looking for long-term and lifelong clients. Mm -hmm. And when you keep under-promising and over-delivering and you treat everybody good and you give them a little extra time when they really need it, they are going to send you more referrals. They're going to keep coming back and they're going to be blissing that they're investing with you. And that's what I want people to recognize because too many businesses are like, oh, you got to charge more and you got to do this. You got to five minutes with you. They got to charge extra. Forget that. Mm-hmm. Treat people good. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and when you treat them good, they will treat you good. I mean, that's, Absolutely. that's the whole thing. Absolutely. You know, it's it, it, karma, what goes around, crumbs around, whatever the heck we want to call it. Yeah. When you treat people well, they will treat you well in return. Right. And, and as I mentioned, I want everybody to bliss in their business. Mm-hmm. And you know what the biggest bliss people will have in their business? I'll speak for myself, Deb, is when I see the clients getting massive value. I had a client mm-hmm. on a call last week. She said to me, Katerina, I'm having my best month ever. And I said to her, isn't this about the fifth time that you're having <laughs> your best month ever? Because she's been with me for a couple of years now. Mm-hmm. So she keeps getting better and better. Right. Her, her revenue keeps growing mm-hmm. and watching her bliss in her business, mm-hmm. remembering when she started, how right. frustrated she was. Mm-hmm. She didn't have clients. Mm-hmm. She didn't feel like she could do this business thing. You know, seeing the growth mm-hmm. that makes me bliss in my business. Mm-hmm. And this is what I want for everybody. So, so, you know, I like to say 
to everybody, Deb, don't just wear your heart on your sleeve. Mm -hmm. Wear your heart all over your business. Mm -hmm. I love my clients. I tell my clients, I love you. And and by the way, if I don't feel like I love them, then I don't let them be a client. Okay. Mm -hmm. Right. Because Mm -hmm. I'm going to be authentic Mm -hmm. in my business. But the more we bring our heart to our business, the more Mm -hmm. we genuinely care, Mm -hmm. the more the meter is not running all the Mm -hmm. time, the more our clients are going to get massive value and they're Mm -hmm. going to feel our genuine caring for them. Mm -hmm. And that's going to keep them coming back. Right. Right. You know, and speaking of that, I want to talk about a program that you do. Um, and I mentioned it in your, your, when we were doing the introduction and that's the thriving women in business giving. Um, and I love this concept because you know, it's, it really is about how can we help? So tell us a little bit more about this. Oh, I've lost your, your mic for a minute. Well, Deb, this this is not a program. This is really more a project that we have, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which every time we do a summit, Mm -hmm. which we do sometimes twice a year, sometimes three times a year, depending Mm -hmm. on what's going on. We have a charity partner. Okay. We have had these four charity partners for about 10 years now, Mm -hmm. because you want to have a long-term relationship Mm -hmm. with any charities that you choose to partnership partner with. Mm -hmm. And, and we raise money, we showcase and raise money Mm -hmm. for one of our charity partners. We raised money in December for girls up Uganda. Mm -hmm. We raised, I believe about $13,000, which makes such a huge difference, which makes huge impact. Mm -hmm. And we raise money in September. I believe it was for, um, Saki for Girls Education, which is in Mumbai, India, one, this lovely young woman who is, is teaching not only reading, but also girls empowerment mm-hmm. in Mumbai. She's making, changing, changing lives. And everybody, before you embrace philanthropy in your business, which I want to encourage everybody to do, mm-hmm. I want you to pick what are the causes that you really care about right. or mm-hmm. really you want to pick one. And mm-hmm. Deb, for you, I know that you're, you're going through breast cancer mm-hmm. and maybe that's the one mm-hmm. that you pick, you know, of course people have, I have clients in my community who their lives have been affected by suicide and that's mm-hmm. their, their right. focus is mm-hmm. suicide prevention and whatever is your, my, my, my marketing person, she has everything to do with dogs. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, but you pick the thing that, that pulls on your heart and you, use your business Mm -hmm. to impact this area. Mm -hmm. And so we've raised so much money for women and girls, entrepreneurship training and education, Mm -hmm. simply by showcasing them at our events, inviting ladies to make a contribution. Mm -hmm. And then I usually do something we, you know, if you give this much, we, we have this special thing called big heart donor. If they give $300, then we showcase them in our newsletter. We showcase them. Mm -hmm. We're always looking to do things Mm -hmm. to, to acknowledge and amplify Mm -hmm. the giving. And that feels so good. Mm -hmm. But also here's what we also know. People will give money to organizations that are making social or social impact Mm -hmm. more when all other factors are the same. So meaning your clients and your potential clients, they like that you're embracing philanthropy. It makes them feel good about Mm -hmm. investing with you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the reason why I started, we used to do it differently, Deb. We used to have all these events four, four times a year, we used to get together for afternoon tea mm-hmm. and then we we're doing so many events. I was like, no, we're just going to do it with our regular events, but here's why I started. And, and, and uh, I'm, 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 I'm not a gray haired lady yet, but that's only because I go to see my hairdressers every yeah, six you weeks. and me both. Mm-hmm. Okay. But here's the thing. Sometimes there's this attitude. Well, you know, I'll volunteer when I'm retired. Right. Mm-hmm. Or, or I will, let me make my first million and then I'll start to give. Mm-hmm. And what I want to be very clear about is every stage of your business, your money can make a huge, even a little bit of your money. And the way this all started, Deb, was a friend of mine invited me to her house for tea. She was turning, I can't remember if she was turning 50 or 60. And she said to me, Hey, well, she pulled, she pulled out a newspaper clipping. So it was some years ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. But she said, you know, for a hundred dollars, 
we can take a group, we could take a girl out of servitude and educate her for a year. Mm-hmm. And and her her name was Maggie and she written, wrote five books and all of mm-hmm. the ladies that were at her tea, they were all authors. And mm-hmm. some of them I had heard of before. And I was like, okay, I get to come here. I get to meet all these amazing women. And mm-hmm. you tell me for 10 bucks, I can change a girl's life forever. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm in, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, by the time I got home from my, from that tea with my friend, Valerie, we started our, our giving circle. Mm-hmm. And the idea is that you don't have to wait until you're retired. You don't have to wait till mm-hmm. you make your millions. You open your wallet a little bit today mm-hmm. and you can have massive impact. Right. And that's what I want every business mm-hmm. owner to know and embrace mm-hmm. and your business will be better for it. Right. Yeah. And your time is also just as valuable. You know, maybe you're a mentor for a business class at your your uh, local high school. I mean, you know, there's so many things that we can be doing to give back that, you yes. know, there's, there's no excuse yes. to not be doing it. Yes. I do want to say, Deb, women more naturally give their time. Mm-hmm. Right. I want them to start to give more money. Mm-hmm. And I want them to start to value their earning more mm-hmm. so they have more surplus right. so they can give away mm-hmm. more money right? because this is how you really can have some significant mm-hmm. impact. Mm-hmm. Be Embrace philanthropy in your business. I wrote, by the way, my friend, I wrote a book on this oh. uh, with, with CJ Hayden, mm-hmm. a women's guide to starting a giving circle and everybody can order it on Amazon. I love it. So or on my so website. Cool. Yep. Well, oh my gosh, Katerina, we've only got about five minutes left. I have to have you on again because we just, you know, we could chat like this forever, right? Um, and such great information. I love it. You know, but I want people to know, you know, how, what services do you provide? I mean, you kind of briefly went over them, but what services and then how do they find you? Let me say this. I support women with service businesses, mm-hmm. mostly who are over 50, to speak authentically to gain Insta clients and build influence. We teach women how to sell authentically. There's no pain points, no scripts. That's ridiculous. It's all about seeing if there's a match. Mm -hmm. And then we teach women how to scale their business. Mm -hmm. And if you want to speak more, sell more, serve more, Mm -hmm. scale, I'm the right match for you. You also have to have a big heart. Otherwise, we don't let you in the door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and because we have an amazing community of women, I invite everybody to go to my website, katerinarando.com, C-A-T-E-R-I-N-A-R-A-N-D-O.com. And there they can also hook up to my podcast, which is called Expand Your Fempire. We also have a free app that you can download for your phone called Expand Your Fempire, with lots of business tools. There's my free gifts link. Oh, with- I know. I've got that page open right now. So much great information. So much great things on there. And that'll also take you to my upcoming free workshops. And depending on what time of year it is, we're either talking about speaking or selling or scaling or how to do retreats. And I'm looking for women that want to use their business for good, that want to be supported in the process. And women that recognize that a thriving business is good for them and it's good for their community and that they can use their business to transform lives and have huge impact. Those are the ladies I'm looking for. And I'd love to hear from anyone that, and by the way, reach out to me on Facebook, LinkedIn. I'll talk to you. Okay. Remember, I love to connect with the ladies. I love it. I love it. And gentlemen, you need to be passing this information along to the, the, the wonderful ladies in your life. Um, well, I have been just having a wonderful time talking with Katarina Rando. Do you have any final thoughts you want to leave everyone with? Sometimes in business, people think, well, I'd like to do this, but there's so many people out there already doing it. And I want to be very clear. Your voice matters. That if you are loud and proud about the value you bring, if you use the model that I'm discussing, which is give massive value build influence before you ask people to buy, your people will find you. Of course, you're going to have to get out there to connect with them. Everybody, everybody's voice matters. Not everybody is everybody's flavor. And so this is why if you want to do something, you go do it. You don't worry worry about what Tom, Dick, and Harry, Mary Jane, and Sheila are doing. It doesn't matter. 
your voice matters. Get in action, get a good mentor or a coach or a woman community to be a part of so that you can soar because you don't have to do it alone. And it is very important for you to bring your voice forward. And as you said, be in your bliss. Yes, because then you can be in your bliss. I love it. I love it. See, I paid attention. (laughs) (laughs) I am Deb Creer. I've been having just so much fun talking with Katarita Rando. Can't wait to do it again. But until next time, everyone have a great day. Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.